Hello, my name is Dave Graney. I am an underworld musician of many years standing. I'm here to ask you to tune in to my fellow traveller, my comrade, Radio Karam. Folks, welcome to Radio Karam and welcome to Connections. I'm Marcus and our guest today is a local person doing some really amazing stuff. Sophie Gill, welcome to Radio Karam. Thanks, Marcus. Excellent. Look, Sophie, you've been to Radio Karam before, you're on a previous show, but I want to sort of, on this show, I want to delve a little bit more into who you are as a person and your background and the really cool thing which you're doing, which we'll talk about in just a second. So, Sophie, tell us about yourself. Oh, what's your background? What's my background? Yeah. Uh, my background? Uh, well, Are I'm you a local person? Yes, I was about to say, I'm from the Mornington Peninsula. Um, I grew up down here and sort of, I've always gravitated back here, like I've moved to the city for a bit, I moved into state for a minute. Um yeah, but I've just sort of always gravitated back to the peninsula. I love the beach. I love the lifestyle that is down here and all the people. Um, my background, I don't even know where to start. So I guess I studied fashion um, it, at uni at RMIT out at Brunswick and loved that. And then after uni, went into a few, where did I go? A few different roles, um, basically in product development, doing product development and design for some um, Australian brands. Ended up with a company uh, doing denim, which I sort of sort of fell into. wasn't really where I kind of thought I would end up, but I was with them for about seven to no, nine years sort of on and off. So did a lot of traveling, um, traveling to China, learning about denim fabrications, going to laundries. It was pretty cool. Um, and yeah, like I've always been a creative at heart and fashion was something that I fell into back in school, um, probably the end of year school. Like I used to sew and stuff like that. And I've just actually got back into sewing, which is great. Um, but yeah, I just like fashion for me is a mode of expression and I love helping to create clothing for people and a vibe and I'm very kind of colourful kind of person and I like to work with textiles and stuff like that. So yeah, just been doing fashion and then basically COVID hit um, and that kind of turned things a bit pear-shaped um, and then my job changed at that point and then ended up working for a company over the Westgate, um, Richmond Laundry. So I was working with them, doing a bit of denim and development stuff, but mainly working on um, a, an apparel brand with them. And then, yeah, the dancing was born probably just before COVID hit. So we'll get to the dancing in just a second. So, so you obviously been involved in fashion, and you're yep. a creative person. Yep. So, I mean, I guess you've mentioned dancing. Then you've you why why dancing though? I mean, if you always everyone loves dancing. Oh, I love dancing. My disco days, I was good. Yeah, <laughs> disco days, yeah. Everyone's exactly. got a, everyone's got a dance in them. Yes, everyone so does have a dance in they them. They do for have sure. a dance in them. So why? Is it something you'd sort of always wanted to do, create some sort of a disco vibe or is it, no. does it match with your design and creative thinking? Yeah, it definitely does. I think um, like I used to do dance when I was younger and classic, you know, ballet, jazz, tap kind of vibe and I've always loved dance and I've always loved music and yeah. festivals and stuff like that and I guess I've always had a thing about dance but I was never like a dancer as such, like in, you know, trained and naturally good mover and groover kind of thing and um it was actually at a festival that i went to big day out where i experienced my first silent disco oh i remember those yes. the big day out. yes they nice. were which year was what that? a festival oh god i don't know one of them <laughs> probably a good seven maybe years yeah, ago yeah. um amazing and i just was there was something about the silent disco thing that i was just like 
I was just like hooked on it. And then I ended up getting like a set of headsets, like a two set of headsets, headsets to do silent disco with another person. And, um, yeah, it was just sort of always something that I, two things like the dance and the silent disco were just two elements that I liked. And it's kind of wild that they've come together how they have. Um, and it just sort of all kind of fell into place and movement for me became basically like my release and my like mental yeah, and physical yeah. tool. Yep. And so then now sort of born it into a whole movement um, to share it with other people. Now, I've been uh, looking at your Instagram page and there's a whole lot of reflections on there. You call them reflections. Yes. And you, you sort of, every now and then you've got a, a thinking moment and you share your thoughts with it. So when, when you look at it, folks, she's on this Instagram and she's sharing these sort of things about what she's thinking about in the world, just sort of reflecting on things that are happening around her and with other people and giving advice to people about how to sort of like live their life in some ways, in a nice way. Uh, is When you see that, you think, hang on. This is someone who's doing silent disco. And then there's this other <laughs> stuff going on here. There's clearly something else going on other than just simply dancing for fun. Yes. Yes, there definitely is. Um, basically, I started dancing as a way, as I was saying, like for my movement and for my mental health. Um, it came, as I say, to a lot of, at the start of my all my sessions, I'm basically like I was down the beach. I used to go down to the beach on the way home from work. I was going through a pretty shitty time, um, going through a bit of anxiety and just depression and all that kind of stuff and I'd go down the beach put my headphones on and I'd just be like obviously sitting there or walking and then I just have moments where I'm like I want to dance so I was just like okay we'll just start dancing so I, I kind of did it and it just but then it straight away it brought up so much stuff of like oh we know people are going to think I'm crazy people are going to think I've lost the plot like what is she doing you can't just it's like this whole thing you can't just dance in public by yourself it can look a bit weird yes it can (laughs) yeah look look, let's be honest of course it can look weird and um yeah and then it was just down at Frankston on the little pier the boat ramp down there and I go out there and the wind and I just loved it and it kind of just activated something in me and then it was obviously a lot. Then I was doing a lot of other dance stuff like embodiment and um, like did some five rhythms and movement practices as a way of really shifting energy and emotional stuff. So it's it's not just about having fun. Like there's a whole element that is embodying the feels and actually moving it through and how you can shift energetically through moving your body. So, um, yeah, there's a whole, obviously, I guess it's become, it's funny, I was just thinking that before, it's it's a spiritual kind of practice for me. Um, you know, there's you're connecting outside with the elements and the earth and the air and everything and just really allowing that energetic kind of flow to come through and, um, yeah, like it just became something for me and I loved it. And then I was like, I've got to share this with other people. Like we need to, everyone else needs to experience this kind of thing. And so when did you have your first silent disco then? Um, it was in December in 2019. And that was at Seaford? No, it was at Frankston. At Frankston so yeah. at Frankston down at- Did you get many people along for your first one? Or was it ha- just you by yourself? Well, it, no, no, no. I had like, um, mainly got like friends and family. Yeah. And there was about 12 of us, which was probably even more- daunting you know like it's funny when it's people you know what they kind of think and um like we started off doing a bit of a meditation and then we did some um breath work stuff and like a bit of like tuning in with all the chakras through the body then i had a few tracks and just had a few movements for people to play with and it was sort of a mix of like follow the moves and then free dance and sort of that type of thing and we were actually all in capes (laughs) 
<laughs> at that time. And was this like in the middle of the day? Were people? No, it wasn't. It was about. It was like on sunset. Sunset. So we, and we were kind of hidden. We were like kind of around the corner, so we okay. couldn't really be seen. But okay. we were still outside yeah. and on the water and. Um, Still out there on the edge doing something. Yeah, like that for and sure. that's that's the whole thing. Yeah. The preface of it is about getting yourself kind of out of your comfort zone. Yeah, and for me, it's funny that um, you know I was using that was my practice for anxiety, but it, in the same breath, it kind of creates anxiety. But that's the notion of it when you become kind of anxious or paralyzed to do something but then once you actually move through the anxiety and allow space for it and then that's the practice like through the dance you move through it and then you see what comes out on the other side and how you feel and that's kind of the preface of it it's like every time you step out of your comfort zone or every time you step into something that makes you a little bit like eek and but then you choose to move through it and find your way through and then you come through so it's like a preface I guess for you know a metaphor for anything really in life um, and how you can approach it. I love what you're saying. Mm. And I, I imagine, so that sort of, that first experience obviously was, you hit the mark for you. And how, I mean, what did you do after that? Because that was your family and friends oh, and people yeah. you trusted. <laughs> so what was the next sort of evolution? Because you've... Oh, look, and I was a nervous wreck, like, let's be honest. Um, and it was a big thing. And it's like, people are like, how did you start it? And I go, I don't know. I just, I think I look back and think I was a lot more, I don't know, more, not more ballsy, but I just did it. But then the next one, there was a few others, but like, you know, there was one and it was only, again, only three of us, I think. And then we did one in the park and there was a few other people. Um, and it, but then, you know, we did a few small ones and then COVID hit. So yeah. okay. that kind of stuffed it yeah. in. Well, it didn't stuff it. It made me pivot in a different way. And then I was doing some stuff online and then I was like, okay, let's do a um, 26 day dance journey. So I was dancing every day. And each day was a letter of the alphabet and we danced all different artists starting with that letter. And, so um, everyone zoomed in. Yeah, and everyone – oh, it was actually just on Insta. Yeah. I just would do a live and would just be dancing through the screen <laughs> <laughs> by myself uh, in the carport. But yeah, yeah. I kind of loved it. And, you know, people would jump on and dance, but, like, I couldn't see them, but they were just obviously feeding off my energy and it got them up and moving mm-hmm. and dancing. And, um, yeah, and then it kind of just – we sort of did a few things when we could, when we obviously, you know, how we came out of lockdown mm. and then we went back in and and then we did a few more Zoom parties and a few more Zoom parties and then, yeah, I think it was by the time we came out, which was October, we were back out down at the pier. So, and Seaford Pier this time. Yeah, so yeah. then Seaford Pier obviously became our location. It's just such a great spot on the deck there. It's an amazing little spot. So, you just sort of protect it and then we just like got out on the pier and I think there's just something amazing about being right out there on the water and just dancing and you sort of just – it's the freedom, you know. Like, as I say a lot of the time, we don't have many spaces in life where we can freely move. You know, like... Yeah, and look, when you look on your website and on Instagram, anything else that you've got stuff listed, mm. you there's a whole lot of people there. So, you're more than just five, six people. You've got up to 20 or 30 people, haven't you? Yeah, now definitely. It's quite large. Yeah. How do you, um, we're yeah, averaging yeah. about 60 down at Seaford. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> yeah. a lot of people. So, so everyone's 
tuning into the silent disco. Do yep. you supply all the equipment or do people bring their own yep. stuff? How does that work? Yeah, so I bring the equipment. So it's a certain set of headphones. Obviously, we've got to go through a receiver. So that's connected up with my phone and then the music plays through that and then it goes into all of the headphones. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm providing the equipment. You can't just kind of rock up with headphones. But And is it like – I imagine it's like almost like a party now. So you do you, do you, like, do you have like a – a moment before the session? Yes, yeah, no, and I think that's the thing and it's... So, I'm a punter and I roll up. Yeah, okay, so what do you do? What am I saying? Okay, so you would come to a session and um, I have as well at the start, I have intention cards that are there for people to basically fill in um, for... I have two different events. One's called Unleashed, which is for full moon, and then there's another one that's called Cultivate, which is new moon. So, they're slightly different. Um, but generally, you come in and I'll get you... will be like, there's an intention card there. You can write down how you're feeling before. So, I think it's important to reflect on how you're feeling prior to the event, and then we'll reflect in after the event. And... Also, I invite people to write down if there's something that they're wanting to let go of or there's something they wanted to call in on the dance floor to just like write it down and like mm. bring that to mind during the session. And then we have what I call uh, basically a check-in, a presencing practice where we will do a track. I'll come around and sage everyone, close down your eyes, do some breathing. We do a body scan, go through the chakra, light, uh, chakra lights, I should say the chakra systems, but I call them the disco lights. Um, so we switch on our disco lights and get present and then – so it's really important for me to find that stillness. So you do that for every single person? Yeah, yeah so I'm leading everyone through that section, yeah. okay. guiding them through. So we get present and then we'll do like a track or two where there'll be some simple movements, which I'll guide people through. And then it's a mix of like, then like kind of like free dancing. And it's just sort of like, okay, guys, like what's this track? How does this track make you want to move? And sometimes I'll give prompts, be like, you know, get into your legs or get into your hips or like shake it out or like, you know, just little fun things, but also like calling in back into that connection. But it's always about move your way, like let the music try and move you um, through the process. So, yeah. I imagine, I imagine this isn't a request moment. This is actually, you actually programmed it to reflect the mood that you were trying to... Yeah, 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 yeah okay. definitely. And But in the saying that, um, so everyone that registers for my events, I get them to send through song requests oh, as okay. well. Yeah, so good. Nice. I'll go through and like curate the playlist based on song requests and what I sort of need to want to bring to the session. And it's always a very mi- a very mixed playlist. Like, you know, there'll be slower stuff, there'll be faster stuff, there'll be dance, there'll be disco and I kind of do that on purpose because it's kind of it kind of can be um, I guess it's like not I shouldn't say excuse me unnerving but it it makes you have to react in a different way do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. you know and I'm like if you don't like the track show me like mm-hmm. throw a tantrum if you need to like you're, you're more than welcome to do that um, so, so get, yeah yeah dig it I mean I, I mean I like dancing and doing, yeah. doing my thing right but I mean not everyone feels in the zone all the time no so definitely I guess not. You, you come along you expect to dance so you're sort of ready to go but have you got people rolling up who are sort of a little bit nervous about the whole oh, thing 100%. They're, they're curious to be there yes and they don't mind the intro bit you know yeah sort of welcoming them and so forth but the dancing bit do you see how does it work I mean for those who are sort of a bit like you're not sure. Well, but I guess... But like the idea. We yes, to be and there. that's the thing. I think people are curious and it's it's been a really interesting space in that I think people think it's one thing 
And then, like, they just think we're just a bunch of, I shouldn't say nutbags, but kind of nutbags getting loose dancing. But there's so much more to it. Um, So, I guess I help to guide people who are a bit nervous. And I definitely talk to the fact that it's normal to feel anxious. It's normal to feel a bit, um, you know, a bit of anxiety before. Because you're in a space with people, a whole group of people, you know, and you're being seen. And naturally, as humans, we think we have to do it this way and we get comparative and all that kind of stuff. And I guess I say those type of things. I'm like, try and let go of comparison and... um, let go of the judgment and just try and be on the dance floor but we do stuff to connect in with each other so the crew like we've got a pretty loyal crew down there and they all sort of help to bring the vibes as well and you sort of I don't know you just you kind of just get led by others but you sort of feel into it it's up to you as well like what you want to get out of the dance journey is also like what you put in do you know what I mean yeah, so yeah so um but yeah, I'm all about trying to get the people that are curious and a bit unsure to come to the dance floor and experience it and see what happens. Is it like a food and drink thing? Do you bring along food and drink for the no, experience? Or? Not, no, it's more like, um, you know, I guess I kind of started this also because I knew there was a space of, there's a lot of, and I shouldn't just say just mums, but mainly mums that just wanted to go dance and let loose but not go to a club. So I guess it's more like calm. It's sort of like an exercise class in a way, mm. but it's a but dance not. class yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of like that mix of an exercise class but an event but we'll go for food and drink and stuff afterwards as well to connect in with the crew nice yep. now you're wearing a very groovy outfit here <laughs> and you're using your design obviously background to make some things because on, on the website folks there's actually merch you can buy so um, do you want to talk about the merch I know you got oh, you got the disco visor you got the <laughs> uh, the sparkling sequin jacket and you got the metallic bomber jacket which you're wearing today yes um, so obviously the jacket is just something that um, like I want to do more merch and I definitely want to bring that and I think a big element of my it's fun stuff yeah exactly it's fun fun. stuff and like but there is an element that um, we like to sometimes have themes as well in terms of dressing and girls have naturally just started wearing sequins and stuff like that so for me it's about self-expression as well like you're more than welcome to just rock up as you are and wear whatever and come in comfortable clothes or if you want to dress up and my tagline is dress to impress you so whatever you're feeling mm. bring that to the space nice. and yeah like the merch is something I definitely want to do more of I've got mainly the jackets at the moment which are my POS purple jackets which are got a big enough hood for headphones of course which is course, important yes. yeah. and um, yeah the other sparkly things are just some fun things that I'm doing because at this end of year event we've got a theme so um, yeah and I had a few jackets at my events and people wanted them so now, you know do you, do you travel like I mean you've mentioned seafood but I've got a funny feeling you travel this don't you you take this other parts of Melbourne is that yeah right? like you we do? so we've been doing seafood and Balnauri and Karam as well yeah and we're in Karam. Down at, at the, the Motor and Sailing Club. Oh, down there. Yeah, and nice. it's, it's awesome down there because there's a good little walkway yeah. and there's a light-up tunnel and we go on the beach. And, um, yeah, that's for, like, Cultivate, which is a smaller crew. We normally get about 25, sort of 30 there. But, yeah, there's definitely plans to take it on the road um, and to be a, mo- a literally mobile moving disco. We joke about POS going on tour. Um, but, yeah, look, I'd love to take it interstate and I'd love to bring it to more communities because, you know, it's been such an amazing gift down here and I want to be able to bring that to other communities so we'll see P-O-H S-S S-S 
Nice. It's a hard one. I know. So put it in, folks. You'll find it in Japan. Because <laughs> you're here because there's a big event coming up, isn't yes. there? Do you want to talk about that? It's early in December. Yes. So the 9th of December, we've got uh, end of year Unleashed. So Unleashed is my full moon event, which I run every full moon. And pretty much have been since COVID we were allowed to um, and last year we had a big end of year event which was our 60 people event which was the biggest then Gosh, that's is, a lot of people yeah just on the pier at Seaford yeah we started down at the scout hall yeah okay yeah. at Seaford and then we had that was our home base and then went down the danced down the street danced out on the pier and then came back <laughs> took over the streets people think we're wild and it's a whole show um, hence why this end of year is called Possum Parade so it's basically channeling that parade kind of marching girl, marching guy, um, calisthenics kind of whole show sort of space. Um, a lot of vintage inspirations with the outfits and stuff like that for this one. But um, yeah, this year obviously we're hoping to get 100 people down for the event and it's at the community, um, Seaford Community Centre. We had to go to a bigger space to accommodate for the people and we're going to do the dance session and then we're going to go back there and have food and um, – um, drinks provided by the awesome legends at 38 South in Seaford. We've got a DJ, a few other things happening afterwards. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a whole big community event and celebration. Now, it's not just women, it's men as well too, isn't it? Look, men have always been invited and open to come to my sessions. Um, obviously, it's naturally gravitated towards women because, you know, I guess, as I say, like, it's that feminine energy of allowing flow and allowing that expression naturally comes through, but obviously both male and female and women have feminine and masculine energies. But yeah, this year um, for the end of year, I've really encouraged and my girls to extend the invitation to their partners because I think... Do you get many coming along? Um, we've had a few guys and a few guys I think have rocked up thinking there's going to be more guys and there wasn't. <laughs> but they've, they've embraced it and it's been so awesome. Like, we we love that. Um, so, it's yeah, it's a catch-22. Like, I, I love holding space for women, but I do think this is a great space for masculine beings to come as well to allow that sense of freedom and flow and to just be a bit more playful as well mm-hmm. you know like mm. we've all got it in us mm. um so yeah and i think for the end of year i'm just i think it would be great to for one for the partners of all these women to see them in this space and to see the like just the energy of it like it's pretty amazing and it's pretty powerful and also for them to just get involved um, and for the women to hold space for them and how they can connect in together. And it'll be, it'll be a different dynamic. I know for sure, but I think it'll be an awesome one. And it's just about all of us celebrating and just enjoying, you know, having fun. Yeah. Living on the edge a little bit and, you know, celebrating our bodies and the fact that we, we can get out and do this, you know, now what date is this? It's December the 9th on the Friday. So, what time does it start? Is that like an evening thing? Yes, it's an evening thing. So, it'll be 7.30. We'll meet at the hall and then the dance session will kick off about 8. So, we'll get down there sort of for the end of sunset and then we'll oh, come perfect. back. Yeah. Yep. And um, how do we buy tickets? Is it, it is a ticket? It's ticketed? Yes, it's a ticket yep. event. It's yep. all on my website. Um, yeah, you can just jump on and grab a ticket. Do you want to give us the website address? Uh, it's poststudio.com. P-O-H-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S
T-U-D-I-O.com. Yes, that's three S's in the middle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's three a hard one. In the middle, yeah. And then you got the Instagram. <laughs> but memorable. As well. the Instagram know? as well too, all over the place on Instagram as well too. Yes. And yep. we'll put the links in, folks, to this podcast so you'll be able to jump on anyway. Is it? What's the price? The price is $89 to come along for the end of year event, which obviously includes the dance session. It includes a couple of drinks, um, post-dance and finger food and then the entertainment afterwards. Awesome. Yeah. It's great to have you back in the studio again. Thank you. Doing radio so great current to be stuff. back here. Yeah, good on you. And um, I love your work. I mean, you always you got a really cool idea going there. And I just sort of, I mean, others are probably listening right now, like I'm listening. I'm thinking, my God, this is such a good idea. You can see this traveling. Mm. You can see other people grabbing hold of this idea and actually doing very similar sort of things because it's a very attractive concept. I love your work. Thank you very much for bringing it to the local area. Yes. And um, I wish you well on the big night. Thanks. Thanks, Marcus. And yeah, we hope to get more of the community down and more of the community grooving. So we'll see what happens. Good on you. Thanks very much Bang. for coming in. Hi, everybody. This is Wit from Spiderbait. When I'm passing through Karam, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometres an hour and reminisces about doing the Eel Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karam and get down with the good vibes. Oi, oi. Oi, oi, oi. IGA is shopping nights. IGA where the price is right. Seaford North IGA for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker.